Okay. Good afternoon for a change. Uh, thank you all who picked up, saw the posting, and uh, just a last minute, let's call it social change. Nothing's wrong with anybody, but with the pandemic and things happening and people rescheduling things, uh, it was a good commitment that caused us to not have everybody available. My gigantic staff. Anyway, so I appreciate a couple of the, you guys cheered that I did it later. It's kind of saying you'd rather have it later, but sorry. <laughs> I'll be back at 9 o'clock next week unless something else crazy happens. So one of the first things I want to say before I go back to my title for today is uh, a lot, everybody's, in this day and age, we not only have information, we have much, much, must, must, must excess information. So you, you've got to look enough to see if you can get a few opinions, know which places you're getting them from. Look at it like when you were a kid, if you took three tests and you weighed them to, to see what's your average. You know, everybody is not always telling the truth. Some people are trying to mislead. Other people are trying to be sensationalists. And we've had a lot of them in the last week or so. Uh, while I've been happy since 2018 to 2020 and the elections and what's happening, we'll talk about it. The big thing that's out there is now that we've got three approved vaccines in the United States, AstraZeneca is not yet approved in the United States, but it's approved and being used in, I believe, Canada, Mexico, and throughout Europe. And again, we looked for an answer so that we could find, let's call it a bug spray, because this is, as I keep saying to everybody, this is a living organism that thinks we're a hotel, and they don't mind if they kill us when they move in and just make themselves at home. So we had to find something to stop it. We've got something. We're doing a great job of getting it out there, getting it in people's arms, with or without the proper cooperation. Uh, living in Florida, I can sit, I'm sorry, DeSantis to me is a big joke. <clears throat> Whether he's criminal or not, we'll hold that in abeyance for right now. But AstraZeneca, in the last week, they were stopping it in Europe, where they're getting a surge of other variants of this thing, and most of the variants, they call it variants, are mutations of this thing. Or another, it's still a mutation, it's the original bug, its cousin, whatever you want to call it. So Europe was stopping it because they were getting blood clots as reactions and stuff. What has come out in the last few days, because AstraZeneca is, of course, jumping on it and doing the uh, looksies. What they found out is, again, there is no, just as I said, I think it was last week when I was talking about a tax return. We make one tax return for the general public to file on for 300 million people. And I said, I, I used to laugh when people said, I can't find the line that says, where can Herbie deduct the gas that he put, or the tires he put on his car. I said, look, I'll help you. I'll show you which line it goes on. It would, other be, it would be a book otherwise, instead of a one, two-page return. Same thing with this. 
we're inoculating humans uh, just as we may have someone who resembles us uh, from what we've heard. Uh, I know since I was a kid, I've heard there are no two snowflakes that are exactly alike. I resisted going out and checking out all the snowflakes. I figured I had better things to do with my time. But I accepted that thing. It didn't hurt me to accept it. Same thing with people. We all have little different variances. And we're talking about a global pandemic. So people in different parts of the world have different, what's called, to keep it simple, enzymes in their body. So if you grew up as the second generation in South America, you've got different enzymes in your body due to the minerals that your family's been ingesting from the water and the foods that they've been eating. Up here in America, we're different. So when you go to other places, it isn't always that their water is bad or something, and sometimes it is, but it contains different things that your body is not used to. Same thing with the AstraZeneca. As much as they want to make it a general vaccine that'll work on anybody, they have properly, with all the racing they've been doing to get it done and get it out there, these emergency use authorizations, they wouldn't put it out, except that we knew people were dying. So you had to decide it's safe enough to be used. Safe enough doesn't mean that people aren't going to have a reaction. Unfortunately, the AstraZeneca, some people who had things, and you don't always know you have this, something in your system that if nothing else in life happened, you would never know you even had that slight difference in your biochemical setup in your system. So they said the AstraZeneca is not triggering it as much as allowing something to react. What they say is there's nothing they could give you ahead of time. At least this is what I understand currently. What you have to understand, and anybody who discusses it, they can do some research and find out what I did. What they say is you get your shot. If you suddenly find that you're getting headaches and other things for a couple of days and it's not going away, that may be the reaction that's telling you you're getting this thing. You contact, usually when I've had the shot or anybody gets it, they give you an 800 number or depending where you're on in the world, a number to call in if something's going on. And they need the feedback. That's how we find out about these things. So... Call in, check in with your doctor, whatever you have to do. But check in if you're having a reaction. You'll be in a minority, but I don't want anybody to lose their life. We want everybody to be protected. We want to stamp this out. And I'm hoping if you get everybody to understand, especially these people who say, ah, I can resist anything. If you're so big and bad, unless you have one of these issues, and I've talked about it, I know people who have them, that I would suggest they should be the last one in line to get the vaccine. And I know some people who have similar issues get the vaccine. They've had some little plus or minuses. So there are degrees of everything that the reaction will cause. Tell them to call in, see what's happening. Uh, wait for the end of the line. They're doing already testing on younger folks teenagers, children. They've already started some of the trials so they could see what happens. 
And again, I applaud any parent that is willing to let their child find out if it's going to work. Uh, they're not sacrificing their child. They don't want to see their child die, but they also don't want to see, see their child become a victim. So it takes a lot of courage for everybody on this planet, no matter who you are, to go in and get vaccinated. It's easy to stay home and say, I don't believe in it. I don't this, I don't that. You're not helping. Because if we get, hopefully we get at least 80, 85% vaccinated, that should do the trick. But I would be happier if we get closer to 100%. Because then you're saying this bug is going to be, I found a roach in my kitchen and even one is unacceptable. That's how I look at it. So I wanted to make that up front. Now, my subtitle for today was Georgia on my mind. On, I'm sorry, Georgia on our mind. Now, there's the famous, uh, I believe it was Ray Charles who made the song quite famous, Georgia on my mind, and I always love listening to him. It's very soothing, even though it's a soulful tune. But Georgia, not on my mind, but Georgia on our mind. We've had Georgia and other states in our country where Biden was joking. He said, I won the election three times because they had at least three recounts. Everybody has probably heard at this point, unless you've been living in a cave and hiding from everybody, that many Republicans, I mean, this is sad. It's like saying, I run a supermarket and I get away with selling you stuff that I want to get rid of. So I want to keep you coming into my supermarket. So I want to make sure that I put new rules in the laws so you can't drive down another road. You have to come in front of my supermarket. It's sad when we have people in our Congress, and not just at the federal level, but at the state and local level. They've lost control. This is like the kid who says, I want to pitch. And you're saying, well, you're going to be on the team. You need to get first base. We've got a better pitcher. You can always change your position later in the game if he gets tired. No, they don't want to give up their authority. When people feel in a country with over 300 million people that everything they do is right and we just have to accept it, they're living in the wrong country. Not our country. Not the country that allows us to express ourselves, discuss things. So that's why I say Georgia on our mind, because, boy, I was praying day and night that we get those two senator seats. It uh, wasn't a lot of hard math to figure out that if we got that, we'd have a control in the Senate. And Mitch McConnell has, in the last week, been up there giving us these dire speeches about how he's going to blow the whole Senate up and the Congress. I don't usually post on general things on Facebook, but when I've hit things and seen it, I said, do me a favor. If you think what you've been doing for the last eight, ten years of blocking everything, except for what you want, he's even placating Trump, if you really look back, because Trump could only do whatever he signed executive orders or whatever Mitch McConnell wanted to put in as a bill. So Mitch had to read Trump and figure out what to do with him. 
uh, to keep the power that he has. Mitch is one of these guys who think he's been running our government as head of the Senate for the last eight, ten years already. Sadly, he has not done anything great for us, and he doesn't make me say term limits are necessary because there are people who do their job and care about the country. He pretends. Uh, I've never seen so many people that if I was in Washington, as I used to be years ago, I'd be looking at them directly and saying, why are you such a coward? Don't you have any individual understanding? So Georgia on our mind, because Georgia is central to what we've had, and they're looking, and I believe it's uh, Warnock who has to run for office again. He's only in there to finish a term. If I have it backwards, I apologize. But one of the two of them, and I believe it's Reverend Warnock. And I'm happy to hear some good speeches again in the Senate. <laughs> but I'd be happier if we get bills that go on the floor. Because if we start to change the way the filibuster is run, it isn't the filibuster. It's how it's used. So if we change it and we bring things on the floor, let them make a million amendments. But let them stay there. Ron Johnson, when he wanted to hold back the, uh, the last stimulus act for the $1.9 he decided he invoked something that you're allowed to. He wanted the bill read. But he had to be there for the whole reading. They had the clerks in the Senate reading it end to end. They did a great job. I forget. They did it in a day, a day and a half, whatever it took. It was a long bill. But he had to be there if they're going to read it. So again, when you tell people, you're not going to just mess me up. You've got to be there and also deal with the nonsense you've launched. So Georgia taught us something, that if we get enough people out there, and we're going to be pushing, Chuck Schumer has said it, and I, I, I know they're serious. We want to get HR1, S1, the combination, the Voting Act. Look, I hear people saying, and you know, you're going to get people who are going to make you doubt things. There was a Republican from the House of Representatives I heard talking, and he was on a regular talk show on a more liberal-leaning channel. So he was saying, he said, well, if you're mailing in ballots, how does somebody get to ID you? He's right. Maybe when Trump orders his mail-in ballots, he ought to place himself in the mailbox so he gets delivered, so they could be sure it was really him sending it. Because a lot of them use it. It isn't that simple. But it doesn't mean you stop the use of something that's an effective tool. And when we have a pandemic and you don't want people out in the streets or it's raining or it's flooding, we've got to be sensible. So these bills, I'm hoping they're going to get on the floor of the Senate. They're going to be looked at. They're going to be argued over. And they're going to be passed. And they should generally override on the federal level what these states are trying to do. This is where they talk about a majority-minority. You're a minority minor group of people want to keep the majority control of our government. So hopefully that'll change. That's why I said it ain't peachy, because Georgia is famous for peaches. 
And when I was down there even many, many years ago, and it was growing, especially in the Atlanta area, every other thing was either Peach Street, Peach Tree Plaza, Peach this, Peach that. I don't hate peaches. I like them. I don't eat them as a, as a uh, fruit by themselves. I like them when they've been peeled and generally chilled. They're healthy for you. Not too much sugar in the syrup, and we're okay. So now, Georgia, just an interesting fact, because I always like looking where do things come from. Way before the Soviet Union fell apart and went back to being Russia and the Eastern Bloc generally opened up and changed, most people didn't know there was a country called Georgia over in the East Bloc, the eastern part of Europe. And we have a state here called Georgia, so when people hear it, they, you know, they start to say, oh, are they talking about that country or here? Let me just say this. If you look at a timeline, we in this country, even before we founded us as a nation in 1776, if you go back 400 years to when they generally consider the first slaves were brought to the country, and then you can go back to the Vikings. Look, this country was not on anybody's tour map four or 500 years ago, generally speaking. When you look at Georgia, the country, the country in the middle of Europe, it got named because it had different names through different periods of time till their boundaries were drawn. It got named Georgia somewhere around in the 1300s, before, as I said, anybody even knew there was this place over here that you didn't fall off the edge of the earth when you sailed in this direction. And believe it or not, both Georges were named after, were more or less named by the British after King George. And King George doesn't have an IA at the end of his name ends with an E. So for the fun of it, I had to look it up because I knew these letters could be called a suffix in some cases. And the I-A in Georgia, in Europe especially, actually stands for state of, meaning it was the state that they named for King George. Real important stuff. But now you're ahead of the rest of the world. You know that the Brits generally gave it the name either 700 years ago in Europe or a few hundred years ago here in America. Now, Georgia taught us a big lesson. People will go out of their way to try and obstruct your voting. We found in 2018 and 2020 that if everybody generally got off their ass, as I kept saying, and went out to vote, their vote counted. And it made a lot of difference. And we lost a little of the margin in the House. We've seen that Republicans in the House and the Senate have actually voted for things that kind of backs the idiots who went and attacked the Capitol. Now, I don't even know why we're paying them. Personally, if I, if I knew an easy mechanism to fire them, I would. The mechanism we'll have will be in another year and a half, approximately. 
So what we have to do is not do this normal crap that we do. Where, okay, we gave this group a chance. The president's a Democrat. Let's let some Republicans run this. 